Hey, welcome to a Stonewall's Perspective podcast. In this podcast, Alex gives his perspective on what is going on in the world. It is his mission to bring the light of the gospel into every aspect of life. We hope you enjoy. Well, hey, everyone. Welcome back to a Stonewall's Perspective. I'm your host, Alexander Stone. I'm on a mission to spread the light of the gospel into every aspect of life including the things that people do not like to discuss, such as politics. Today is Tuesday, June 6th, and the leadership principle of the day is never allow the negatives of life to keep you in a place of inactivity and fear. Allow the positive possibilities to move you by faith through the negatives, changing the circumstances and causing you to come out in victory on the other side. That is so important, so vital for anyone and everyone who is listening to that leadership principle for the day. Today's episode, I have another very special guest with me today. He is the first pastor who accepted Clay Clark's Reawaken America tour back all the way in 2021. Uh, He is a college professor and a pastor. Please welcome my good friend, Pastor Craig Hagan. How are you doing today, sir? I'm doing great, man. It's great to be with you. It is great to have you on. I've been able to to meet you quite a few times over the over the past couple of years, uh, and every time I've just learned something new, something insightful uh, about you, about God, about the ministry that you have going on at Rama. You're the grandson of of Kenneth Hagen, the author of The Believer's Authority, uh, and you actually gave me that book, and it, it has changed my life, my perspective on a lot of things. Uh, why don't you talk about your ministry at Rama? Um, like I said, I'm a third generation pastor here at Raymond Bible Church, Raymond Bible Training College. We have America's um, most affordable um, Bible school in the in the nation. And um, actually, they call us the Harvard of Bible Schools. We've trained over 117,000 graduates all around the world. We have campuses um, in, in 54 nations, 289 campuses um, doing great things. Um, our graduates are pastors, teachers. Um, youth workers, children's workers, and even business people um, like some of our folks that you know, um, like Aaron Antis and some other other folks as, as well. Um, you know, I I have a mission to get this generation, um, you know, to, just to take the take the message of Jesus Christ to this generation. I have a saying that you cannot win, um, you know, a, a this generation. Well, you can't. Um, how is, I can't remember what my, my saying was. Um, you can't win an MP3 generation with a, a cassette tape. Mm-hmm. Um, you probably don't even know what a cassette tape is. Um, but many Christians, you know, are are trying to do things the old-fashioned way. And, you know, we're never going to, you know, the gospel is always the same. We're always going to preach the same word. But, you know, we put it in a little bit different package. I use a lot of humor in my um, in, in, in my different um, illustrations and things like that. And um, I just feel that, you know, we need to reach this generation um, with with Christ, I also feel a call um, in the political scene, not necessarily for me to run, but to help people run, because I believe the reason we are where we're at is we've taken Christian men and women out of politics. And, you know, when, when you're when Christian men and women leave the political scene, we're left with what we have, um, you know, and it starts on the local level. I mean, you know, we need to change the school boards. We need to change the city councils, the, the mayors and and on up. And so that's what I endeavor to do is to help people run for office, uh, either local, state or national. And, um, you know, I've been privileged to meet, you know, great people such as yourself. Um, 
um, through Clay Clark, one of my great friends. Um, we have, um, we've traveled the country trying to reawaken America. Um, you know, and it's been a, been a great ride. Um, we're still, we still have a, at least one more in Las Vegas. I'm not sure what's going to happen after that, but, um, but we're pretty excited about what God's doing. Certainly. I am glad to see what God is doing uh, in your life and in your ministry as well. I want to, I want to talk about the teenager thing. I'm a teenager myself. I'm 19 years old. Uh, I want to reach the younger generation uh, as well. And I think I've been able to do a pretty good job at it, but, but what are some of the ways that besides Rama Bible training college, what are some of the ways that Rama has been able to impact the lives of younger people uh, in my generation? Well, you know, one of the things I, I've actually um, done for years, I, I actually no longer do it, but but I, I was the youth minister here for years, and I trained youth ministers to go around the country, and we have incredible youth groups, um, um, incredible different you know, things going on, you know, and there is a, a rumor that all the young people, you know, now are not interested in the things of God, things like that. But yeah, obviously they are. Um, and I, I think a lot of times people just don't reach out. Uh, I still teach um, young adults. In fact, I have service tonight. Um, in fact, we, we're debating. We, we have our brand new auditorium. We have a huge LED screen and we're pretty excited about about that. You know, young people like sights and sounds and different things like that. So, um, you know, pretty excited about what God's doing. But you know, I kind of bring a lot of humor, and I think that's something else too. A lot of people don't bring, um, you know, they're they're kind of dead and dry. I try to bring humor. I try to be myself. I guess that that's something else. Um, young people need to realize we can just be ourselves. Um, also understand that you know, a young person is going to make some mistakes. You know, but God loves us no matter what kind of mistakes um that we've made in life. In fact, um, that's one of the. I have a book called Don't Be Stupid, and um, and talk about you know. Like the prodigal son made a lot of mistakes, but you know what? In the end, he came back um, to his father. And, um, you know, that's what we need to you know, understand, that God loves us no matter what we do. Yeah, that's that's certainly right. I want to I take a shift. You were mentioning politics and uh, the fact that we need more Christians in office. I know uh, one person, in fact, that you have helped is uh, a fellow pastor in the in the Oklahoma area, uh, which is Pastor Jackson Lawmeyer, who ran for uh, uh, United States Senate against uh, Senator, uh, uh, James Lankford, James Lankford, James Lankford. And, uh, you know, I, 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 I've interviewed pastor Jackson quite a few times. That was a, that was a big deal that he was running. And even though he didn't win, uh, he was someone who was going to fight for the United States and fight for freedom and fight for faith, uh, and Liberty. Do you, do you have anyone else that you're going to be helping here soon? Uh, and any, any elections coming up? Um, you know, right now we have a few people here locally. Um, they're running for state office right now. I haven't really. Um, it's right now kind of the off season a little bit, and so um, we're vetting a few candidates. I, obviously, I have a super PAC called Preserve Our Rights, um, PreserveUSA.org. If you want to check that out. Um, and um, you know, we are going to help President Trump um, get back to the White House. Um, Jackson and I have started um, Pastors for Trump, um, PastorsForTrump.com. If you want to check that out as well. And, um, you know, we're, we've been really focused on, on President Trump. Um, you know, there's so many things going on about him. And, and, and I get it. A lot of people have really, um, you know, you know, got on to us. Or they're trying to tell us that we worship President Trump. We worship Jesus Christ. We don't worship President Trump. But we do believe in America first policy. And that's the thing. Um, you know, we um, we're looking for men and women that 
that want to promote the America first policy, you know, no, no longer we need to have the Ukraine first or Mexico first um, policy going on. And, um, you know, um, you know, we're, we're just going to kind of see what's going on. And um, like I said, I've been focusing more on the presidential race than anything else, um, as, as well as a few state races here in Oklahoma. Um, and so we're pretty excited about that. But I do want to share the newest thing that happened to me yesterday. Um, it's pretty wild. And uh, I don't know too many people that have gotten the postcards from Satan. Um, but um, this right here, you can check that out. I guess it's my, my background is kind of screwing up here. I'm going to turn my background off because um, um, this is um, pretty wild. Th this postcard, this is the American flag, the satanic American flag right here. And um, you turn it over here, you can see it's a handwritten letter. And it's signed, I don't know if you can see this, it's signed Satan right here. Satan lives in, and um, um, he lives in Denver, Colorado, if you want to know where he lives, according to this. It says, Dear Craig, um, our servant um, government and media are aware of your vain efforts to restore your modern guru, Donald Trump, um, to the presidency. You will fail. America is ours. Prideful godliness, sexual perversion, and gross immorality are here to stay. The two millennium um, of your Christ are finished. The kingdom of darkness rises. Your children will convert to our ways. Um, abandon hope. Um, from um, Hell Satan in 666, and it's addressed to me. Um, anyway, thought that's pretty wild. I don't know how many people have got a postcard from Satan, but I, I got one yesterday in the mail. Um, and you know, that's my fan mail that I get all the time. Um, thanks to my political efforts to help President Trump and other candidates. Well, that's that's uh, certainly crazy to hear. I've never gotten a postcard for from Satan or even the church of Satan. Uh, but that does raise a question that I that I have about Satan. Um, you know, w with that postcard, they, they said that, you know, we're going to fall and that the that immorality will rise and will stay there. Does do you think that Satan thinks he's going to win in the end? I mean, obviously, we know that Jesus is victorious. He has defeated sin. He has defeated death. Does Satan think that anything is going to change or is he just doing everything that he's doing uh, to try and take as many people with him? And well, I, I obviously if Satan's read the Bible, especially the book of Revelation, I mean, in the end, he does lose. But I, I do believe, um, you know, John 10, 10. Um, I like the New Living Translation of John 10, 10. It says the thief, which is Satan, um, El Diablo, I kind of, you know, comes, you know, the thief's purpose, all right, you know, uh, is to steal, kill, and destroy. But my purpose is, is is to bring you a rich and satisfying life. And so I believe that's the thing. He knows that his purpose in life is try to destroy as many lives as he can. In fact, um, there's a saying that, you know, there are more, there's there's more talent in the cemetery than any other place you know, in, in the world, um, because there's there's so much unused talent, people that died early, pe people that never, um, never were able to to use their talents um, for God or for any any, any purpose. Um, and I think that's the thing. I, I think Satan knows that time is short. I believe um, revival is upon us. I actually I'm very optimistic in 2024. I know a lot of people are not optimistic. You know, they're like, well, Craig, we haven't fixed the election process and all these kind of things, and, you know, but I don't know. I just have a lot of optimism. And, you know, and I get it. You know, you and I know about Clem Clement and the prophecies there and things like that. Um, but, you know, I, I don't know. I just have a lot of optimism that um, I, I just think I, I think I, I think common sense. 
If I was a Democrat, which I'm not, but if I was a Democrat, I would not be happy with Joe Biden's policies. I mean, you know, it, it's I mean, you know, nobody likes paying twice as much for food, you know, twice as much for 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 fuel um, and going to a restaurant where there's open seats right here. And they say, well, it's going to be a 30 minute wait. I'm like, there's open seats. They say, well, yeah, but we don't have enough staff to, um, you know, so it's crazy. I mean, things that we buy, we're, we're trying to remodel our church. Um, you know, we've remodeled the sanctuary and you've seen that, seen that like two years ago, then COVID hit. It's been like incredibly hard to get material to remodel the rest of the church. It's been crazy, you know, and everything now is super expensive. So I'm, I'm really optimistic that there has to be a change. And, um, and I, I believe that America is tired of the same old policy. And I, I believe in the end, God's going to win. And, you know, if Satan wants to send me some more postcards, fine. I mean, you know, I'm just, um, I, I actually thought it was a joke. I, I really did. You know, the, um, um, one of my, they, they called me and last, um, well, I sent me a text on Friday, said, Hey, you got a postcard from Satan. I said, I'll pick it up on Monday. So I went to the guy's office and he handed it to me. I'm like, you're not joking. I mean, I really got a postcard from supposedly from Satan. Obviously, you know, you know that Jack Jackson also, um, somebody, probably the same guy, um, gave money to the satanic church on his behalf. And uh, they sent him a, a letter and I think a vial of blood or something crazy. Um, but you know what? Satan is real. And um, I, I think that's one thing, too. If you look at like our movies and even our television programs or whatever, you see a lot of demonic influence. And, you know, um, the reason people flock to that is, is they want to see um, the supernatural. You know, and but, you know, we can also see the supernatural through the things of God. And I've, I've been able to experience that. Um, if you want to check out YouTube, there's all kinds of pretty wild experiences I've experienced um, over my life during, um, you know, during some pretty wild meetings. Um, you check it out. Wonderful. Well, I, I want to take, take another shift. Well, actually, before that, I, I didn't know that you had co-founded uh, Pastors for Trump. I thought it was uh, solely Pastor Jackson, but it's good to know that you were uh, involved in that as well. Now I want to take the shift. I want to talk about the book, The Believer's Authority, that your grandfather uh, wrote, Kenneth E. Hagan. Uh, like I said at the beginning, that was a book that probably was very influential in changing uh, my life. Uh, I've been able to walk in the Believer's Authority. Uh, my pastor here at, in uh, Missouri calls it Kingdom Authority, but it's the same thing. We have power over demons. We have power uh, because of Jesus. Uh, what what does it look like to walk and live in the believer's authority? Well, you know, obviously, a lot of times what we as Christians don't realize that our authority was given to us when Jesus Christ died upon the cross, that all authority was given to us. And the Bible says to resist the devil and he will flee from you. Now, the alternative of that is if you don't resist him, He's not going to flee. And, you know, majority of Christians, whenever the devil attacks us, we just like, OK, you know, it's you know, it is what it is. But we do have authority and the Bible. Talk, talks about you know, the um, um, the full armor of God that we need to, to put on. And um, the, the reason that um, that book was actually written a number of years ago, um, my grandfather, during his generation, everybody thought that, you know, they had to go to the pastor and the pastor had to pray for them, you know, and, you know, they had no power, no authority. And my grandfather wanted to point out that as Christians, we have authority, um, you know, 
to, to walk, you know, in, in our in our freedoms. And um, um, that book actually is what spurred Clay Clark um, to actually start the Reawaken America tour. And you know, one of the demonic in, uh, attacks on the church was COVID. Um, you know, during COVID, you know, churches shut down. Some churches shut down for over two years during the whole COVID thing. And you know, right now the um, the amount of people who go to church um, opposed to before COVID, um, we're actually, I think, about 60% of the people that used to go to church still attend church. And a lot of people just fell away, um, mainly because if you you know realize 21 days forms a habit. If you get in the habit of not going to church, um, people just kind of kind of go away. And, you know, the number one question I get from pastors is how do we get our people back? I mean, you know, some people are still watching online. Some people are not. You know, in, in all reality, you know, I, I tell people, I said, the Bible talks about going out and winning the loss. I said, let's forget about the people that we lost and let's go out and win the loss and, and bring in this new generation. Because I, I think this generation, I mean, obviously you're, you're a part of this generation. I think you guys are hungry for the things of God. And, you know, I, I talked to my the students here at Raymond Bible Training College, rbtc.org, if you want to check that out, um, is they they talk about that they're, they want to see the move of God. Um, you know, like, you know, like in the 50s or 60s or 70s, you know, obviously there was a movie that just came out uh, about the Jesus movement. They want to see that kind of move of God now today. And uh, I, I do think if you go back to my grandfather, if you if you go to YouTube, type in Kenneth Hagin, 1963 prophecy, he talks about he prophesies about a revival. And I believe that's where we're at right now um, during that point in time. And I, I think um. I think we're going to see that as we understand that we have authority to to come against the devil. I mean, you know, Satan does have no right, no authority, and it's up to us. Now, a lot of people, they want Jesus to do something about something. He's not going to do anything because when he died on the cross, when he rose to, to the right hand side of the father, he gave us the authority um, to, to walk. And, and, and um, you know, it's just up to us to walk in that, that authority. Mm. Certainly right. That is exactly right. Pastor Craig, thank you so much for coming on the show today. I really appreciate you. I appreciate your ministry uh, at Rama. Where can people find you and where can people find your podcast? Um, my podcast, you know, right there, you can see the podcast. It's available pretty much anywhere you find podcasts, Apple, Spotify, um, you know, pretty much you know, anywhere. Um, you can find me, rama.org is our main website. Everything Rama is on there. In fact, you can find the podcast or rbtc.org, or you can hit the, hit the thing right there. That's some, you want to find information about our Bible school. Our Bible school is a two-year school, um, most affordable school in the nation. Um, it's $3,050 for, for one year's tuition. Um, so for two years, that's $6,100. And you can graduate from Rain Bible Training College. You can find that out, rbtc.org. Um, like I said, um, or I'm, I'm, a, I'm on Instagram, um, Facebook, and Twitter. Wonderful. Awesome. I, I actually just found this out the other day, but my college actually used to play uh, Rama in basketball and in sports. I wish uh, we still did that. I think that would be a cool thing. Uh, however, that hasn't happened in, in since 2017, I think. Uh, but yeah. Pastor Craig, thank you so much for coming on the show. Guys, go check out Rama Bible Training College, uh, the Rama Bible Church podcast and the sermons uh, that Pastor Craig and Pastor Kenneth Hagan uh, give on Sunday mornings. Before you go, uh, if you guys go to MyPillow.com, use promo code STONEWALL, you can get a discount of up to 66% off of your order. I'm currently wearing my MyPillow slippers, and I love these things. It's like wearing love on your feet. So go to MyPillow.com, 
Use promo code STONEWALL. You can get a discount of up to 66% off of your order. Once again, Pastor Greg, thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you all for listening. God bless you all and goodbye. Thank you for listening to today's episode. We hope you enjoyed. You can also check us out at Stonewall's Perspective on Facebook and Instagram to keep up with the latest news. Stay anchored.